This is episode 87 of the Sugar Mamas podcast, and today my guest is Yuta, the creator of the Happy Bob app. You guys, if you do not have the Happy Bob app on your phone, you've got to get it. It is so fun, it's so funny, and it makes managing diabetes enjoyable. I'm not kidding. I won't give too much away because Yuta is going to tell us all about Happy Bob, but definitely check out the show notes because I will leave links to all the places where you can find out more about Happy Bob and download it today. All right, let's get started. You're listening to the Sugar Mamas podcast, a show designed for moms and caregivers of type 1 diabetics. Here you'll find a community of like-minded people who are striving daily to keep their kids safe, happy, and healthy in the ever-changing world of type 1. I'm your host and fellow T1D mom, Katie Roseborough. Enjoy! Before we get started, I need you to know that nothing you hear on the Sugar Mamas podcast should be considered medical advice. Please be safe, be smart, and always consult your physician before making changes to the way you manage type 1 diabetes. Thanks. Hey, everybody. I am here with Yuta today. And Yuta, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So tell the listeners who you are and what your connection to type 1 diabetes is. Yes. Hi. So my name is Yuta Haramo. I'm the founder of the Happy Bob app. My, uh, my background is in gaming and in consumer tech. I got into diabetes tech space when my oldest son got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when he was six years old. And that's sort of like uh, over the whole world of uh, diabetes management to, to me and to my son and to our family. And, and ever since I've been, uh, well, like everyone with diabetes knows, it's sort of like a, a family member of ours. So that's how I, I got into working with the Happy Bob app. How, how old is your son now? Uh, he's 14 now, so it's been, it's been eight years. Yeah. So at what point in time in his diabetes journey did you kind of have the idea for the Happy Bob app? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think it was uh, sort of after we had been living with the condition for um, maybe uh, a few years. And well, I kind of like started to think about that from the day one because it was such an overwhelming experience. Mm. The amount of data and the uh, existing uh, apps and, and tools and everything that comes with diabetes. And then you're just assumed that everyone turns into this like data scientist right from the get-go. You get diabetes and then you're supposed to understand everything that comes with that. So it was like a very overwhelming experience. But then I actually was on maternity leave and then suddenly I had a bit more time to think about diabetes management and also my oldest son since I was more at home. And I really started to think about like the, the experiences we had at school that I knew he was going through some hard times, uh, just the alarms going off during the school days and you, you need to go there and chase the, uh, the insulin, insulin pumps and, and so many other things. And kind of like I really started to feel what he was going through at a different level. And that sort of led to, to thinking how this could be improved and what if this looked different, what, what could it look like? And it started, it started as a sort of like a side hobby just to kind of play with the data and think about the different ways the diabetes management could look like, especially from a user patient perspective. Yeah, I recently downloaded Happy Bob. It's been a couple months now, maybe two months that I've had it on my phone. And I can say, um, and we're going to talk more about what exactly it does and offers, but I can say it definitely has made my uh, diabetes management experience more enjoyable. Um, just because my love language is sarcasm and 
humor. And Happy Bob is always making me laugh with the little messages that he is sending me throughout the day. Some are good and encouraging and some are like, you need to get it together because <laughs> things have fallen apart. But but tell listeners in your own words, you know, what is Happy Bob? So Happy Bob is an app that connects with the uh, diabetes devices, the person with diabetes is wearing. So uh, the first and foremost important device is the continuous glucose monitor. So we connect with the real-time diabetes data coming from uh, the Dexcom CGM at the moment. And we turn those uh, readings, the values that come from the Dexcom CGM into stars the users can collect. And whenever they're keeping their glucose in range, they're earning these stars. And with the stars, you can reach your daily star goal. We also have different moods in the in the app, so you can set the tone of uh, voice you want for your diabetes data, so you will be receiving different uh, alarms and notifications throughout the day if your glucose is high or low or going high or low. And also when you're just doing very well with the tone of voice uh, from the mood you have selected, so it kind of what we want to do there is just to make that experience a bit more enjoyable and more fun. So when mm-hmm. you need to pay attention to your values, it's, it's actually an enjoyable experience. Then we also have groups feature that allows users to create their own groups with their own prints with type 1 diabetes or with anyone who's using a Dexcom CGM so that they can follow each other and and kind of like be encouraged to know that they are not the only ones living with the with the condition. I love that there's kind of that um, option to have that built-in accountability among friends, you know, among, among like people that you know and you trust and you feel safe with. And I also think it, you know, it could create like a little bit of a friendly competition between friends, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, when you're kind of seeing everyone else's data throughout the day, you know, I would I would I would hope that it would, you know, motivate you to like, well, at least me, I'm pretty competitive. So I feel like that's how I would take it. I'd be like, well, I have to be, you know, Jessica over here, who's, you know, she's been doing better than me the past three days. So I need to I need to step up my game. So there's nothing wrong with yeah, little. I- absolutely. That that's what we kind of like are aiming, that it would be this sort of like nice, encouraging experience. But at the same time understanding that there should be absolutely no pressure because there are so many things you cannot do. Like you can do everything perfectly and still grow. Like data can be whatever. So it's uh, it's kind of like fine line to keep that sort of like encouraging and motivating and and yet like uh, not to add any any pressure on the on the people with diabetes. So I would think I would do a pretty good job of putting the pressure on myself alone. I, I probably wouldn't need the help of yeah. Uh, of other people. But I wanted to, because you talked about the stars and I really love the star system because, you know, anybody can pull up their Dexcom Clarity app and see like, you know, what your average has been over the past week or, or 30 days or 90 days. Um, and, you know, you, you have that data, the, those percentages and standard deviation and time and range and all that. But, you know, the stars are just, it's like you're earning stars. So you're working towards a goal each and every day. And you can set that like in the, um, you can set your target. You can set your target pretty low, like 30 stars is just okay, good is 100 stars, um, great is 200, excellent is 300, and amazing is 400 stars. And it's not, it's for, let's see, it says you can earn a star every five minutes. And then when you keep your glucose in the dark blue area, you get two times the amount of stars. The other day, it's like you got, it was something like over 400 stars. And I'm like, there is no way that we got over 400 stars. <laughs> and so I went back and I read the fine print. And I'm like, oh, because I kept it in the dark blue area for like this amount of time, I got two times the amount of stars. So it's just fun. It's just a fun way to look at your your Dexcom data, your kids' Dexcom data. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting. We've heard from uh, quite a few men who use the app just for the stars. So they like to get the daily star report and that's how they know how they did the previous day. So instead of looking at the timing range, they just like tell themselves if they 
were doing okay the previous day or not. And that's sort of like it, that they thrive to get a bit more stars today than they did yesterday. And I guess it sometimes can feel a bit easier than just constantly looking at your BG and, and the kind of values. And that's sort of like a to medical approach in some ways. Yeah, I, I like it. it. It's a lot more enjoyable to see my star count than it is to see my, you know, percentage of time and range. Both are important, but the stars are a little bit more fun. Would you mind telling listeners a little bit about the different personalities or the different moods that you can set in the Happy Bob app? Yes. So we have the happy mode, and that is the kind of friendly tone of Happy Bob, the very encouraging and and, and supportive uh, companion uh, that's safe for anyone to use. So you, you whether you're a child or an adult, you can always turn on the uh, the Happy Bob uh, mode, the happy mode. Then we have a Snarky Bob, which was the original first uh, additional mode we had in the app. And that was, um, I have to mention, my dear fellow T1D mom here, who who actually, her, her kid downloaded the Happy Bob app. And they started to use the app and then they reached out to us and said, well, the app is really great and we love the uh, earning stars feature, but we really think the tone of voice is too uh, boring. <laughs> and And so we asked, well, what should, what should the app say instead? And they said, well, there should be kind of like more sarcastic tone. And they came up with the Snarkable idea. And ever since this was back in 2019, and they started to work with the snarky, uh, snarky sayings, and that became like very popular. And ever since we've had the Snarkable, which is sort of like the uh, the more sarcastic version of Happy Bob, a lot of our users love that. Then um, ever since we've uh, launched other moods as well. So we have Frosty for the holiday season. We have pumpkins, uh, Robert as pumpkins for the uh, Halloween season. We have Dad Bob, that is all about dad jokes. And then what else? We have Cinnamon, that is all about movie quotes. And it all comes kind of like come together with the uh, diabetes data communicating in a certain way with the tone of voice of that character. And it, it makes some very funny uh, messages. And, and what we've heard from our users is that they are just more likely to check their data when it's delivered with a fun message. And that makes all the difference because like everyone mo- knows that the more you interact with your data, the better the, uh, the outcomes. Yeah, absolutely. And then wait, what's Karen? Wait, is she kind of just annoying? Like Karen. So she's the nosy neighbor. She's the, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, the, the Karen type. So she's also for the people who don't get offended easily, but a lot of people find that hilarious because they know the Karen type. Someone who's always kind of like a very obnoxious female yeah. <laughs> knows it all and wants to tell you that she knows it all and how much better she would be doing in diabetes management if she had diabetes. <laughs> My, um, I have three kids. My oldest is about to be 12 and then my youngest is eight. And um, even my eight-year-old knows like what a Karen is. And yeah, every now and then he'll be like, or all of my kids, but it, it always packs me up when it's the youngest one. But he's like, mom, don't be such a Karen. You're being, you're being a Karen, mom. <laughs> Sorry. And, and now we're, and, and it's funny because it, the Karen's exist like everywhere. We're just like in the process of translating the snarky mode into German. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, there are Karen's. But in, in, in Germany, it's going to be called Hildegard. Same personality type. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, how many, I didn't realize that it would come in different languages. What other languages does the app come in? Yeah. So we have uh, English, Swedish, German, French, Finnish, Portuguese, and mm-hmm. we're now working on Spanish as well. So that will be out uh, relatively soon. And then we're, we've kind of like started to work on the Japanese translations, but uh, the app is not out in Japan yet. So, but it, the kind of most important thing is just that everyone knows that like diabetes data can be really hard and it's so much better if 
you can just like get it the information in your own local language. So that's why we really want to bring the app to everyone in their local languages. Uh, currently, we're live. Um, the app is available in the US only, but we're going to be launching it in Europe soon. So we mm-hmm. used to we used to have the app available in, in in other countries outside of the US as well. So we already have quite a lot of users who are sort of like expecting us to launch with the uh, free launch in, in, in their countries. And we just want to make sure we support their languages as well because uh, oftentimes the users are also parents who have kids with diabetes so we want to make sure the the kids can understand what the app is is saying yeah that's really exciting and i agree i love that you're just reaching such a wide audience i feel like that would be a little tricky with translation i'm assuming you have people on your team that like are fluent in you know multiple languages so they can make sure because a lot of what happy bob says is um, kind of like uh, sometimes it's slang, you know, or it's like a saying that would only make sense maybe in English. So I feel like having to translate to another language would be tricky at times. How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So we, that's why it's um, the most important thing is to work with local people who have diabetes or know people with diabetes. And everyone, like all of our translations have been done by people from that country living with type 1 diabetes, either having it themselves or, or their kids having di- type 1 diabetes. And that's mm-hmm. how we know we can keep the uh, communication authentic and something that works in their local language. And there's, I don't think there's any way we could kind of like outsource that kind of translation to, to anyone else because you really need to know what are the expressions, what is, what works and what doesn't. And we, we sort of like realized that at some point when the uh, snarky book was used outside of the US in some other countries and people would get really offended because they wouldn't find it necessarily funny, but more sort of like, just really insulting and that humor is uh, very cultural as well so we need to be careful when we come up with the translations and and we're kind of like really trying to pay attention so that obviously we never want to offend anyone with the with the kind of uh, messages and languages we have it's just like interesting that some people find it very funny and others don't <laughs> so yeah, yeah but i can see where if you if it gets lost in translation it might be might be more offensive than uh, helpful, uh, especially with maybe like the Snarky Bob move, you know, mood that's already kind of leans more towards the sarcastic side. Yeah. So, let's see. I wanted to ask you, oh, how do you how do you come up with all these sayings? I mean, who submits the sayings? Where do you guys come up with these? Uh, so uh, ever since we started to work with Samantha, who was the uh, the uh, T1D mom who reached out to us after her her daughter started to use the Happy Wolf app. And we became friends and we started to work together. And she's this amazing writer who's been working as a writer all of her, her life and now living with type 1 diabetes in their family. So she, she became our writer and she's been working on the, on the messages and writing that amazing content. And we're just like very happy we found her because I think she's doing an amazing job there. And then in, in other countries, we work with other local languages because oftentimes you cannot really translate the messages, but it's more sort of like uh, really rewriting and knowing the culture and what works in a, in, a, in a country in order to come up with the, with the right ways to say it. For example, in Finland, we've been working with a, with a rapper who's, who's really good in writing, who's been writing the snarky book content in Finnish in a totally different way so that the kind of character comes, comes alive. So that's great. That's great. I love that. And there are a ton of sayings. I mean, I, I mean, maybe you, can you tell me a number like just for one of the moods, like how many sayings does it have? Because I feel like um, I haven't seen too many repetition in the yeah, two Yeah, it's, um, we, well, altogether we have, uh, I think 
we have thousands of messages mm-hmm. all together for all the moods, but for Snarky, hundreds, but uh, mm-hmm. the hundreds, but um, as Snarky is the, the one we've been sort of like working on since uh, 2019 already. Mm-hmm. Is he, is your son a Snarky personality? He's really not, but the, uh, it, the, he kind of like the humor, his humor is a bit different, but it always makes him laugh. And that is kind of like that. That's what we're after, and I and I think that is the kind of uh, so it, it really works. And 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 he loves the messages, and it's kind of like not something he would come up with himself, but then he enjoys it a lot. And I guess it's kind of like a language question as well. But he really enjoys that. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think I'm gonna have to tr- test that one out. Um, I wanted that when you pull up the app, you kind of see a little bit like a CGM, you know, Dexcom graph type of thing, but instead of dots, it's stars, and but. Happy Bob also has a face, like there's a face to the app. And, you know, if you're in range, he's usually making a happy face at you, at least in the Happy Bob uh, mood. And then if you're if you're low, it's usually some sort of like anxious or worried face. And then if you're high, it's, you know, it's like a same kind of same thing, like concerned or annoyed or something like that. Um, And his face changes colors, too, based on kind of where you're falling in the in the range that you've set. Do you mind if I read just a couple of the phrases that have that would be amazing? Yes. Okay. I just want to give people an example of I, I sometimes when they make me laugh, I take a screenshot. Okay. Yesterday, Sarah was high. It was a, a bad afternoon for us. It was and in, it was one of those afternoons where I'm like, well, I literally have no idea what happened, but here we are. Um, her glucose was 221, and it says a diabetes poem. You're high. The end. <laughs> That's the notification I got. And then let's see, this was on a really good day. Her glucose was like anywhere from like 99 to like 113. But he said, I wouldn't change a thing. And then he said, you're everything right now. And then he said, is a non-diabetic wearing your CGM or are you just killing it? And then he said, your, your you-ness is awesome. So fun things like that. Let's see. Hold on. I have a couple more. This one cracked me up. It was her glucose was 83. And it says, did you finally get your hands on some cinnamon? Hashtag cured. That one made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. So they're just they're just funny. And and even when. Oh, here's one when she was really low. Her, she was 52. That's not great. Right. Um, and it says all aboard the hot mess express. So, you know, obviously there's nothing funny. Well, there is. This makes it funny is what I'm trying to say. Like nobody loves to be 52 or 220. Like those aren't numbers that we're aiming for on a daily basis. But this, um, you know, I always always tell people as a diabetes mom, if I'm not laughing, I'm crying. So I really appreciate that this helps me to laugh um, in the difficult moments, then, you know, maybe result to dissolving into a puddle of tears instead. Yeah, I, I experienced that once when my son was very low and I got one of the new messages I had not seen before myself. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny. And I started to laugh and it was very kind of like bizarre feeling because I was actually very, very worried because he was so low. But then mm-hmm. I started to uh, like almost laugh and uh, smile and, uh, and feeling good at the same time. And then there's this sort of like guilty feeling at the same time because I kind of find this like hilarious when my son's low. low but it sort of like still helped me to cope with the situation because, I mean, it's like when someone in your family has diabetes, especially if it's a child, you're constantly worried. It's kind of like the, the number one feeling you have as a parent, at least I have, that you're worried if everything's going to go okay. If it's, yeah, well, you know what it's like. So. It is mm-hmm. kind of like that mixed emotions that you suddenly feel a bit better, even though the situation definitely isn't 
good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It finds a way to make the difficult moments tolerable and even humorous. Yeah, I that's kind of my uh, defense mechanism anyway. My coping mechanism is humor. Uh, That's my go to, which, you know, I try to share that on social media with my listeners. And I think most people find it funny. There are a few people that probably are pretty offended by it, but um, I, I think the majority of people enjoy it. Um, let's see. So, oh, I was wondering, it sounds like Samantha, your writer, does an amazing job. I, have you ever let people submit sayings? Like, have you ever opened it up to maybe like a Happy Bob contest? Or I was just curious. Yes, we did once. Uh, we actually used to have uh, this feature in the app where people could send us uh, their messages. And mm-hmm. um, we kind of like had very high hopes because so many people told us that they would really want to kind of deliver something and they had good ideas. And then we did receive quite a lot of messages but then surprisingly it's I I guess it's kind of like it's art in itself good writing Mm -hmm. so just having these like independent messages without uh, kind of like thinking through the context wouldn't necessarily work that well whereas Mm -hmm. when someone has been working on this she has this sort of like and we also have some other people who've been working on writing so but some of has this very sort of like holistic view on kind of like she knows the kind of the kind of big picture of what, what's what goes where and whatnot. And that sort of like led to a situation that we had put on messages that were being sent to us, but they wouldn't like really work on their own. So we actually we just removed that feature. But that right. being said, if there are people who are writers and interested in, in participating, of course, we'd love to work with them. So it's kind of like a if, so if any one of your listeners is is kind of like considering herself or himself as a writer, I would be interested in in, in partnering with us on on, on the kind of uh, writing uh, writing happy book messages. And we have a lot of like very interesting content and new features coming up, and we're always looking for the kind of right tone of voice and the right way to communicate. So we'd love to work with native English writers who know diabetes. Okay, well that's good to know. I will. Definitely put a link, obviously, to the Happy Bob app in the show notes and maybe just a link to, if you're okay with it, how somebody could get in touch with you if they were interested in something like that or had yes, some absolutely. great yes. ideas. I wanted you to, um, so there is a, there's a paid version and there's a free version. And the paid version is like where you can unlock all the, the different moods and personalities that Happy Bob comes in. But what else do you want listeners to know about the app? What I want the listeners to know about the app, I, I, I think what I want the listeners to know about the app is that it exists. It's a way to uh, have a new way to connect with their diabetes data. It's uh, it's also really interesting, especially for the U.S. listeners who are using iPhone and who might use the InPen, that you can actually connect the app with your insulin data from the Apple Health. So if you use the InPen, you can just uh, write your uh, insulin data directly to Apple Health and then Habibob app will create the insulin dosing data from Apple Health and show that in the app. And that's like a wonderful way to see your real-time insulin intake and your CGM data in one view. What's also uh, worth of mentioning, and we have some users who have been using this app and they uh, their feedback has been amazing because it's just like so handy that you can see everything in one view. So you see in the uh, glucose graph, you see uh, your, all your insulin doses uh, with the with the star graph. So there's mm-hmm. a circle, and you can tap on the circle that's on a on a star that shows how many units of insulin, whether it's a short acting or long acting, you've been taking at what time and what was your glucose value. And then you also have the same data on your stats. You can also log into dashboard, so the desktop online tool we have for uh, diabetes data, where you can. Also see all your CGM data and your exercise data and your insulin data all in all in one view. So that's super handy. 
We also just very recently, uh, actually last week, launched uh, with the iOS 16, uh, the um, uh, lock screen widgets, which allow users who are using iPhone to see their, um, if they start using the lock screen widgets, they can see their real-time glucose data, the stars they have collected so far, their timing range that day, and their star um, star graph, meaning their glucose graph mm-hmm. trend line, if they want to use that as a widget. And that's super handy because then you can just like look at your phone and even if it's uh, in the, even if it's locked, you will still see your real-time glucose data. So that is a feature we're extremely uh, interested in. I know a lot of people who have, who use Dexcom haven't yet had the kind of uh, over or ha- haven't wanted to update to iOS 16 due to uh, various reasons. But for example, if um, you have a child who uses Dexcom, happy about with the Dexcom data, and even if they were using iOS 15 and you as a parent uh, uh, had already upgraded to iOS 16, you could use the Happy Bob app with this lock screen, which is, and they are super, super handy. At, at least the feedback from our users so far is that they really make a huge uh, impact in the kind of like, uh, it, provide this easy way to check their glucose values throughout the day. And then obviously yeah. we have the uh, Apple Watch app that a lot of our users love to use as well. So just would encourage people to try that out as well. Yeah, I think I need to give that a try. Sarah wears an Apple Watch and she right now she just has like the Dexcom number on the screen um, along with a few other things. But I need to see about putting the Happy Bob on there. And I mean, if she can see her number either way, whether it's Happy Bob or the Dexcom, I would I think Happy Bob would be a way more enjoyable way to uh, glance down and look at your number throughout the day. Um, yeah, I w- I'm going to be really honest. I was kind of hesitant to download it because I was I was just kind of like, oh, I already have so many ways of like seeing my daughter's glucose data. You know, I have the, the follow app and I have SugarMate and, you know, I have my watch on, which is alerting me. So I felt like, do I really want this other thing that's notifying me about what her number is? Uh, and I can say... Like it in no way has added to the stress of diabetes management. It has only made it more enjoyable. So it it hasn't been, you know, getting the notifications from Happy Bob on my phone have not been, you know, again, they haven't added to the stress of diabetes management. They've really only helped to just make it more enjoyable and bring a little humor to the table. And it, I've, I've really, really lo- loved it. And I say that genuinely. So thank you. Well, well, thank you. So great to hear. And um, I mean, obviously, since we're like constantly, we have a small in-house development team and we're constantly working on the app. So we would love to hear what would you change? What would you add? Do you have any, any ideas? Because that's that's the way we take the app forward. So we try to listen to the feedback. We're currently working on some new features, which we think are going to be uh, very valuable to the users. But I would just love to hear if you have any thoughts, like what would you add or change or any any kind of like and anything you could give us. As, yeah. as a re- I don't even like half the time I don't even pull up the Dex um, follow app anymore. I just when I get a Happy Bob notification, I just click on that and see what he has to say and, you know, what his face looks like and just... Right now, she's one. She just ate lunch, so she's one fifty nine with a diagonal arrow up, and it says creeping up, but still looking great. Thanks, Happy Bob. <laughs> I know you can relate to this. Like as a diabetes parent, you put so much work into trying to keep your kid, you know, safe, happy, and healthy, and keep their numbers in range. And sometimes you feel like nobody sees you. You know what I mean? Like even your kid, like, has no idea what. Is going on behind the scenes, you know, especially if they're younger and managing things. And so it's kind of nice, even though it's a virtual 
personality, it's kind of nice to have somebody telling you you're doing a a good job throughout the day, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that was one of the kind of very sort of like one of the main reasons with the whole app because so many times you're doing like every one of us living with diabetes, we're doing a huge amount of work, especially the people who obviously have it. And then that always goes unnoticed, like no one pays attention to all the effort you're making. And then you you visit the endocrinologist office or you speak with like uh, your healthcare team and it's all around like what's your A1C and your timing range and how many times you've missed your bolus. And even though like we have the most amazing care team, like really, really amazing, but it's Oftentimes it's around the kind of times when you could have done better. So we really wanted to create the experience around the kind of uh, noticing that all the times when you're doing good, because there are so many times like it, it like if you stay two hours in range, you're obviously already like that's a success. <laughs> so we kind yeah. of like uh, wanted to celebrate that, and that was one of the kind of uh, ideas we had in the in the kind of development phase, just so that you wouldn't be. Because I noticed as a parent that I would just like constantly be kind of like nagging my son. I mean, and now when he's 14, he's constantly forgetting to bolus at school. And when he's out with friends, as eating snacks. And it's kind of a, a lot of this very negative kind of like feedback loop around like things you didn't do. Mm-hmm. And yet he's doing so many things all the time, every day. And that mm-hmm. takes a huge effort. So <laughs> like I'm also thinking that since I cannot be always the supportive parent, maybe an app can be the su- supporting uh, companion in, in that sense as well. No, I, I really think it, it, at least for me, it, it's it's really helpful for those moments when nobody else sees that you're doing a good job, but but Happy Bob sees that you're, <laughs> you're doing a good job. He'll let you know. Well, I was, I'm just curious. It sounded like obviously this started as just kind of an idea in your head and then you started working on it. So I'm, I'm imagining that it went from like a kind of a, almost as a hobby to, is it your full-time job now? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a full-time job now. And we have a, we have a small, uh, small team working on this. Obviously, when we started, we first did uh, quite a few prototypes, just like a, a, as a side project and kind of like just testing different concepts and different designs. I, I think. I think we had three different verses, just like first I was using that with my son's data and and then we had some other people testing the app. And it was kind of like at some point, then we had to decide, well, this is kind of like starting to take so much of our time. Is this either we need to really focus on this or we're not going to be doing this at all. And then that's when we sort of like decided to move uh, full speed with that. And uh, by the time we already had like very promising feedback from uh, from the users. And obviously now when we are FDA class two, exempt device there's a lot of regulation we need to take into account there are like the cybersecurity issues it's a we're applying for a medical device uh, status in europe so there are a lot of kind of like things that you don't think about when you start to work on something like this that that take a huge amount of work internally just to make sure that the data is secure we have the backend and the servers and everything set up in a way that it's uh, as, as as stable as and and, and rela- reliable and secure as as it needs to be that uh, that's oftentimes kind of like easy to forget that that work <laughs> actually takes a huge amount of everything we do with the app management at the moment just making sure it it, it, it runs smooth and secure and 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 meets all the regulatory requirements and then that's only like the tip of the iceberg too because then there's social media side of it that you have to manage and there's customer service and there's i'm sure there's just all sorts of stuff that goes into it that people just have no idea i didn't even think about the whole regulatory situation with the fda and it being you know medical information i didn't i didn't even cross my mind but yeah very good point so 
Yeah. And, and it's the, like the part I love the most is uh, talking with the user. So whenever we get emails from people who are using the app or they have a kind of like whatever question or concern, that's like the, the best part. That that's kind of like the reason why I do this. And then the kind of like uh, downside is that we also need to take care of that kind of like more boring stuff, the regulatory stuff, mm-hmm. which is, uh, that's a very, that's a big amount of uh, work, the documentation and everything that comes with that. that. But the best part is always when we get to speak with the with the users. Well, I, I love it. I think you've done a great job. Thank you very much for bringing this to the type one community and um, share my funny comments as they come on social media and spread the word. And just thank you. Thank you again. Well, I'm just, I would love to hear from our users. So as I, as I said, uh, if anyone has ideas regarding the messages we should have in the app or what ideas how to improve, please reach out to us, uh, follow us on so- social media or just send an email to uh, hello at happywalk.app. That would be the kind of best way to reach the whole team uh, through a very secure way. But I can also be reached by my, by my personal email address. So you'll at happywalk.app. Awesome. Thanks. I will, I will leave that all in the show notes, the social media links and email addresses and, and whatnot. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Yuta. I appreciate your time and thank you for coming on and telling listeners all about Happy Bob. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Let's, let's be in touch. Definitely. All right. Bye. All right. That is it for our episode today. Again, make sure you download the Happy Bob app. They have a free version and a paid premium version. I think I'm going to have to sign up for the premium version because I definitely want to check out Snarky Bob and Karen. Again, check out the links in the show notes to where you can find more information about Happy Bob and how to download it. Thank you so very much for listening. If you're interested in supporting the show, check out our link in the show notes to buy me a coffee. Buy me a coffee is a no strings attached way for you to support this podcast. Every donation given goes to funding the things that are required to make this podcast come to life each and every week. Things like the web space to host the podcast website, recording software, editing software, and a podcast hosting platform. All right, that's it for this week. I will chat with you soon. But until then, stay calm and bolus on.